Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, welcome parents. We are so excited to be with you again for our Crazy Cool Family podcast. Today we're going to talk about listening versus the other dreaded L word, lecturing. <laughs> Doesn't that, that we don't you just uh, even when you hear the word lecture, you're like, oh my goodness. One, Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's That's like, what I think. Shh, well, don't stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> here's what I think. One is I do it, but two, I don't like it being done to me. Right, right, right. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like because we actually have a purpose to our lectures. Parents so often are doing or trying their best to help their kids through a lecture. And then they wonder, though, why their kids tune them out why lectures are not effective, why really what we wonder is, is why our instruction's not effective, Right. why our kids aren't listening to us. And so, and well, it just doesn't work. It should, because it's packed full of all that information oh and my goodness, wisdom, right? We are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and yet our kids don't see it that way. But I think what we want to do today is give you, we, we know the results you want. You want to impart wisdom to your kids. You want your kids to make wise choices. We want it too for our kids. We're going to give you a different way to do that. And really a more effective way to accomplish the results you want to accomplish. Because reality is you do have a lot of experiences that when you share those with your children, they will benefit from those experiences. It's the method. It's It's the delivery system. When it is delivered through a lecture, then all that amazing wisdom and those experiences are put to the wayside in our child's minds, hearts, and emotions because the lecture has actually shut them down in one ear and out yeah. the other <laughs> sometimes it doesn't even go in one yeah, ear exactly. they just have shut down all hearing and they're put their little face down and they don't even look at you anymore yeah. and then at that point you know oh, i'm not getting anywhere now. never i've never had a parent come up to me and say you know what my kid just listens to me all the time loves my lectures yeah, <laughs> everything i say they hang on my every word nor have you had your children I have our children said to us, oh, please lecture me more, yeah. mom. Please, yes. dad. Please give me more advice. <laughs> yes, that yes. was such good wisdom. Talk more yeah. at me. Talk yeah. more at yeah. me. I don't, yeah, don't listen to me more. Um, so what we'd love to do today is to paint right. a scene for you. And, yeah. uh, and just to paint the lecture scene versus the listening scene. And so let's say your teacher has reached out and communicated with you as the parent and said your child is missing six assignments and they're failing my class right now and and maybe even and you know they're lethargic about school and maybe even what they're turning in is not very good and you start to look at their grades and it's there's zeros all over the place and then 70s and you know and and it's in two or three classes not just one class it's and so there is a real so can we just point out 
there's a real issue here. Right. And it's been brought to your attention. And I think that a lot of the times the first thing we as parents do is we kind of freak out a little bit like, oh my gosh, my child's failing. This yeah. is bad. Yes. And so then that gets us wound up. We've got to, and then our go-to is I need to tell them about it. I need to lecture them. I need to give them all of. We are going to have to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because it's not, it's not a, we are going to have to talk. It's you're going to sit there and I'm going to talk at you and tell you. I mean, we say things like, well, when I was your age, I didn't do this. Yeah, I, I made great grades. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Or how are you going to get into college if yeah. you if you have grades like yeah. this? Your or, sister was such a good student. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> or I did, didn't I raise you better than this? I didn't. You know, we don't. Yeah. We would. You know, Mannings don't turn in zeros. That's yeah. the worst thing ever. We don't do that. Yeah. Go to your room right now and turn in get all your assignments done and bring them back to me immediately. Just can you just can you picture? Yeah, you're, you're grounded for two weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what, and then put in about a million more words around those statements, and that's what our kids well, get from us when they have failed. And for me, usually those million words are the same thing repeated <laughs> about four thousand times. Now, and as the child shuts down more and more, they get a little louder, don't they? Oh, because yeah. the child's not hearing, yeah. right? So you need to talk louder. We've, we've got to be clearer. We got to be more. We got to make sure that they are heard because they didn't hear us the eighth time so surely they're going to hear us the twelfth time right and so and you know usually and let's talk about the way the kids responding right so when you look at your kid and they're counting we think oh this lecture is effective because they feel bad about it no they may feel bad about it and that's true and we can talk about the effect of that in a minute but really what they're doing is they're just going okay if i will shut up and say nothing this will stop sooner. Right. If Because here's what happens. If they say something, here we come with more. Lecture 2.0, yeah, I mean, 3.0, 4.0, whatever sentence they give us, then we have a, a lecture teed up for that one as because well. Because they'll give us an excuse. Mm-hmm. Well, the teacher didn't tell us where the assignment was. Oh, my goodness. You've got to listen more. You, got, you know, what kind of student are you? You know, everybody else turned it in. Right. You know, all the things that we're going to... And so they're... We've seen it happen with our kids time and time again. They will just shut down until it's over, and then they will leave, and we don't know what impact we've had. Right. Well, and chances are we haven't had the impact of of helping them solve the problem because all we did is told them that there is a problem, and they actually translate that to I am the problem. Right. That they don't know any different. They don't know how to separate what our words, our negative words to them when we say those things to them in that lecture format, then what all they really hear is I'm a failure. I'm no good. Mom and dad don't like me. My teachers don't like me. That's how they translate I it. I can't do this. I, I can't. And, I, and they don't. Yeah. And so, and, and so often we are doing it. I want you to think about not only the words we say, but also the tone that we're using that and and like we're saying if the child tries to get a word in many times that ratchets up our tone and we become because it seems like they're defiant and so we are going and we are angry because we are scared we are embarrassed we are all these things that has happened and we want to take care of it and and you know if you're in the business world you know, it becomes like this business problem that you're going to solve. And it's, you know, so often it's not a business problem. It's a relationship problem. It is a motivation problem. It is a, it's an identity problem. And so let's contrast that with the listening scene, you know, so, 
and listen, I want to make sure, I want to go back to this, that we're trying to do the same. We have the same intentions. What's our intention? We want our kid to do school. What's the, what's the purpose of the lecture or the listening? It is to get our kids to understand the value of school, to understand how to not get zeros mm-hmm. on their assignments, to be motivated. We want them to communicate with us, to communicate with their teachers in both scenarios. Ask for help when they need it, to yeah. have those communication lines open either with the teacher or with the, you know, with the parent. We have the same, we, in both cases, we have the same objectives. Mm-hmm. But let's think about this. So let's start out by trying to get the child to talk first and, and going to them and saying, hey, okay, you know, okay, let's say that the, the child's name is, give me a name, is Ryan. Okay, so Ryan, um, we got a problem here. You know, we've been, it's come to our attention that, you know, there's some zeros here and, uh, you know, there's some, we were looking at your grades and, you know, there's some, there's some issues here. Can we talk about that? You know, and, and so let's maybe just really just, opening up the lines of communication because you know Suzanne and you're so good at this what what's our goal first with a child what, what, rather than lecture him and tell him what our objective is what are you trying to get out of the child at first so we want to understand the child we want to understand where the child's coming from we want the I mean like you said we want the communication lines open between the mom and the dad but something's going on I mean if there's six zeros that are going on there's missing assignments that is a red flag for us as parents that somewhere along the way my child is is not succeeding and that's what we're, we're much more concerned that they're not succeeding than that they are failing and so the best person to ask why they're not succeeding is the child themselves and find out what it is that's happening inside their little hearts and their little minds that are preventing them from succeeding. And so I always want to hear from the child, Ryan, help me understand, buddy. What's, what's going on? Let's start with the very first assignment. What happened here? You know, and he, and he says, whatever it is that he says, and we receive that. Oh, I understand that. Well, what about the next one? And then he says that, and it might sound like a long list of excuses for you parents, but if you will just take the time and listen to each and every one of them, then you will see a pattern there will be something that bubbles up because you know your child best and so you'll be able to say okay all right ryan's actually overwhelmed this class is too hard for him ryan is 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 confused ryan is being bullied in class you know i don't i don't know what the answer is only your child knows the answer but if you listen to him then you will know the answer well and you said so much in there and let me kind of bring some things to light one of them is at the very first, realize when you, you've brought it up to your child, and so now you've automatically put them on the defensive because they are faced with a problem. So that's the time to be, you know, if, if you're angry, go somewhere else for a while till you cannot be angry anymore, and then come in, and that's the time to be careful with your words. Because if you're, if you, so often, here's what happens. We try, and I know I'm terrible at this. At, I've gotten better over the time, but... What happens is, is I start out so well. Hey, tell me about this. And immediately they tell me about it. Well, in about 10 seconds, I've got the answer. 
But I really don't have the answer, but I think I do. And so now I jump right in. It's called assume aside, parents, where we assume <laughs> we know what's best and we assume we know what our kids are going to say. We assume that we have the answer. Yeah. And just one of the things I tell And we might have the answer, but the goal is, is we don't, we don't need to have the answer. They need to have the answer. They yeah. need to discover the answer. They need to come up with it on their own. And that's our goal is not to tell them, it's to help them discover it. Well, and so often I don't really have the answer. I need to listen more. And one of the things we tell parents a lot is you've always got the discipline in your pocket. You can always, there, you've always got time to do it. But first we listen and and it's going to feel like so often that it's um, it's kind of a waste of time because your child's just making excuses or whatever. But like Suzanne's saying is we, we're careful with our words and we're trying to draw out and, and we're just letting them talk. There's no condemnation at that point. There's nothing. There's no judgment. Just let them talk, trying to discern what that pattern is. What's the what's the reason? What's the real reason that the. the Oh, you know, I, I left my, you know, here comes all the excuses. I left my homework. The dog ate it, whatever it is. But in reality, you're see, you'll start to see a pattern of what's going on so that, and then Suzanne went to that, but because the ultimate goal, if you think about it, in a lecture, what we do is we tell them over, we don't listen to them and we tell them over and over and over what they're doing wrong and how they can fix it. In the listening situation, what are we doing? We're listening first and drawing it out of them to help them Mm -hmm. come to the conclusion. And so, um, you know, so because what's the what's the downside of a lecture? Well, uh, it's, it's one thing is, is you're closing pathways of communication. A lecture is all one sided. It's all about you talking and getting on to them, right? Yeah, the definition means long, tedious reprimand. Oh, that sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and so nobody wants to be a part of that. And like you said, it closes the doors. It, it 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 makes you unsafe. It makes you as a parent unapproachable. The child doesn't want to talk to you. And it's really cool how God sets it up because you're going to start having opportunities to either lecture or listen from when your children are little and as they grow up, you're going to have more and more opportunities. And so the more you choose to listen instead of lecture, then when the big things happen, like they get a traffic citation or they get in a car wreck or, or they have a bad relationship with a, with a girl or a boy, a girlfriend, or boyfriend, they're going to talk to you then because you've not, you've proven yourself along the way with no lectures by listening. Well, it's think valuable about, to start even in a young age. Lectures when you lecture your child repeatedly you are training your child to feel dumb right you're training your child yeah. to tune you out right and to and not trust you as a you, parent yeah and you're training your children to lie yeah you're training your children to, to hide. hide exactly and so do you want to train your child to do that if you do go ahead and lecture your heart out yeah. And, and realize, parents, we're not talking about giving instruction. A lecture is different than giving instruction. Sometimes, you know. Well, it's all about timing. And so by all means, give instruction, but don't give it in the heat of the moment when your child's been caught in a failure. You know, give it when you're, when you're, when you're talking about their friends and you can give them a piece of information of this is how you treat your friends or, or when you're watching a, even a TV show and a scene comes up and you're like, oh yeah, I wouldn't do it that way. And I wouldn't want you to do it that way. You can give your pieces of wisdom and experience 
all the time, all day long, but not in the heat of a moment when it comes to them in their failure. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You're out with your child and you want to throw, show them how to throw a baseball. Well, you're going to give them instruction. You're going to say, okay, you know, do your shoulder like this. And yeah. that's giving instruction. That's, we do, you know, and you can, we can do that wrong too. But I mean, but, but that's, I want to try to contrast with you the lectures versus instruction versus the mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're dealing with, usually the lectures are we're angry. We are coming down on them. We are, you know, heavy handed versus. Well, they've the, embarrassed us. They've enlisted, enlisted something in us that's a reaction or a response. That's not what happens when you're giving instruction. And so what are the benefits of listening? Well, number one, like Suzanne was saying, it opens up our kids' heart to us. Mm-hmm. It opens up the line of communication. Um, Suzanne says this a lot, that it shows the kid that we are trustworthy. Well, they want, when, when they fail, they want to come to their parents. I mean, if you're going to listen to them and if you're going to help them come to a solution, then the first person they think of is, I want to tell my mom. I want to tell my dad. I want my dad to help me with this situation. I can't do this on my own. But if they're thinking, oh, if I tell, a lot of kids think, if I tell my dad this, he's going to yell at me. If I tell my mom this, she's going to ground me. I'm going to get in such trouble. I'm going to get in such trouble. And that's what we're going after, parents, is that, no, let's not mean they might get in trouble on the back end of it, but we don't want them to think that we don't, the, we, the first thought we want them to think is my mom and dad can help me with this. So the very thing that, you know, you think about it, they came, the teacher came to you, not the child in this scenario with the six zeros. Right. Okay. What if that child was scared to come to you as a parent because of previous lectures? Right. And instead, what if you built that trust what if the child came to you after lecture, I mean, after lecture, after, well, maybe after, <laughs> but after zero number two and said, hey, I'm not getting this. I don't know what to do or whatever. And then because you were trustworthy, I mean, uh, and plus. Well, chances are the teacher has communicated with the child first anyway. I mean, along the way, like you said, at, peer, it, at zero number two, at zero number three, the teacher has communicated. And where was the breakdown that the child didn't communicate with the parent? And so that's what we want to do, parents, is we want that connection to be so strong with our child that when they see failure on the horizon coming or they're in the middle of failure, then the person that they think that they want help from is mom and dad because they know mom and dad are going to listen to them and not lecture them. Well, and then we listen on the front end and that's beneficial because we're building trust yeah then we allow them to come to conclusions on the back end so it helps them to grow in their own wisdom and their own discovery of right and wrong it gives us insight into their thoughts their feelings mm-hmm. because so on the front end you're you're building trust on the back end once you've listened and you start to come to okay how are we going to solve this yeah you know oh, how, so how are yes. we going to we know that you don't want zeros right you don't want to you don't want to go back and repeat eighth grade or, or fifth grade or whatever what are we going to do to solve this? You don't want to be you know, getting zeros and stuff. So um, we get a we get a doorway to speak into their lives because many times they know the right answer. Mm-hmm. They just need our help to to articulate it to uh, let them. Oh, oh, that's possible. You know, heck, just today, uh, my daughter, my. 20, how old is Madeline? 24, 25. They just keep getting older <laughs> <Exactly>. every year. <laughs> I mean, they were, they had a situation of, 
uh, they're, they're doing big girl, big boy we things. We closing on a house and they had some money issues and they came to us for advice. Like transfer money issues. Yes. They were trying to figure out how to get it but from I mean, one place it, to another. But I mean, you know, we had a solution for them. I mean, and because we, we're we, parents we, and we know and you're, we walk through it. Yeah. But, but we have, a, but we have a doorway to help them. Mm-hmm. And that's what, isn't that what you want parents? You want the doorway to help them. That's all, and and the, and with the lecture, you're trying to do that. Yeah. All we're saying is, is that's ineffective. Yeah. And this other method of listening is much more effective. And so, what I love, just to, one last thing about the listening is, when we listen, what we do is we tell them that they can do no wrong in our eyes, that it, that when they fail, it doesn't mean that they're a failure. I mean, that's such a big thing that our kids need to know. I and, and we tell them instead of "I can't believe you messed up," instead of saying that, you say, "Oh, I completely understand that you messed up. You're going to mess up a million more times before life's all over." And guess what? I love you, and I'm going to help you. Even though you messed up, you're not a mess up. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you. <sighs> I love this, and, and you, you know, we're going to figure this out, and you're 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 going to do this, and so yeah. let's. I believe so, in you. You're a success. We can get. We can knock these six zeros out. How can I help? Yeah, yes. it, it's it's only fifth grade. You're gonna, <laughs> exactly. you're going you're gonna, to. I don't care it, if you fail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe don't tell them that. <laughs> but so um, let's talk about. So hopefully, That's we've good. given you a. Um, a contrast, a contrast right. of a lecturing situation and the, you know, even, you know, in Proverbs eighteen two, it says, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Oh, that uh, sums up lecturing so perfectly. But, Did you hear that? Read it again. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Contrast that with Proverbs 20, verse 5. It says, the purposes of a man's heart, we could say a child's heart, mm-hmm. the purposes of a man's heart are deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them out. And that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to be so enamored with our own opinion. We're trying to draw out the understanding in our child and help guide them. That's the contrast. So, so let's talk about how we can become a more listening parent. Just, just some quick things here. Uh, one of them is, is we start out just using open-ended questions to identify the problem, right. letting them talk. We've talked about that, you know, and just, um, and, and parents overboard on that. You've always got it in your pocket to come down. Okay. You know, I'm going to have to take your cell phone for a week or whatever that punishment is that you got to do. It's always there, but don't start out. Hey, you know, don't you, start with you yes. got six zeros, you're yes. doing this and here's what's happening. Just Hey, let's, cause you may change I, so many times. Once I listened, I said, I don't need to be so harsh with this. You know, I understand well, more. So many times I think our kids are so hard on themselves. That's, that was me as a child. I was so hard on myself and Macy too. So hard on ourselves that when my parents or when we came down on Macy, it just made it so much worse. Oh, Molly was the same oh, way. Yeah, and I they mean, didn't, yeah. they wouldn't want to, they didn't want to share it with us because they couldn't and getting in more trouble because they were beating themselves up on the inside already. And so I agree 100%. Hold back on the punishment and the consequences until you've heard it all, until it's very clear. And then then you'll be like, oh, okay, it makes sense to do... You know, it makes sense that the child needs to write a note to the teacher apologizing for having six late assignments and causing the teacher more work. I mean, it, your your consequence is going to bubble up to the top. But if you started in the very beginning, 
because you're angry or mad, then you've lost your connection. And, and, and so often, usually, you know, you, you just made a good comment of maybe apologizing to your teacher. Well, I wouldn't think of that at the first. First thing I'd be like, go to your room, you're grounded, go, you know, go do eight assignments instead of, you know, instead of four. (laughs) But, you know, but that comes to the other conclusion is, so you start out by listening and asking open-ended questions and uh, just hearing the child's heart. You want to know, and, and then though, you start to brainstorm with the child towards solutions because even okay what's the what's the purpose of a punishment i mean i don't know about you but i don't really want to hurt my child right I, i'm really not trying but we the purpose of a punishment is to change behavior right we want to we, it may be if we take their cell phone for a week and they are without the cell phone they will regret they'll find the, the time to do their <laughs> well, zero assignments yeah. <laughs> or, or they'll regret not having their cell phone and right. so they'll, so they'll want, work harder yeah, that's yeah. the goal i mean now many times i think we do have vindictive punishment go to your room you know right. get out of my hair or whatever but usually i mean like almost all of our parents are good they're they're good-hearted people that right. want they're the best for their kids harm their, yeah. well guess what you know what if we brainstorm solutions with wouldn't it be best if our child was self motivated towards the right solution right and guess what parents i don't know about you but if it's my idea then i am going to like it a whole lot more than if it's your idea oh for sure well it inspire you're you're inspired by your own ideas and you're in you you're wanting to move forward in that because you have personal ownership in the idea versus being told what to do so and as you brainstorm about the future it could be how are we going to motivate you to do this? Well, hey, you know what? And let's how say can for, we do it differently? What's the plan? Let me have your let me let me hear your plan. And at that point, it could be something like, "Hey, this has been happening for a while, so you know, last time I let you slide in this, I'm going to have to take your cell phone. That we got to do something to motivate you to do this, or maybe, or even what is going to motivate you to do this? Yeah. It, should it be? Should we take away your cell phone? Should we take away your screen time? You know, and even invite them even into the punishment part of that. So often their punishment's harder than mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to need to be punished for ten weeks. Okay, back off, buddy. How about you know ten days? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> which that gives you great insight to how they're beating themselves up on the inside that you as a parent don't really need to even beat them up you know with the lecture and the words and all this stuff because they're actually doing it themselves well and we even talk about that sometimes is sometimes there's natural consequences and so you let the natural consequences be the punishment because but it's more like even with the six assignments chances six zeros the chances are they'll only get half credit for that right and so their grade is going to suffer from that greatly so knowing that that's probably enough. I mean, and then we flip it to where, how are we going to solve the problem? Yeah. And you know, what are you going to do? Let's talk about the future. And then, you know, the ending of it is always, Hey buddy. Hey Ryan, I'm on your team. Mm-hmm. Hey Ryan, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a bump in the I road. For yeah. You. The, you know what, man, a lot of people have gotten zeros before in their lives yeah. and you know, and a lot of people had trouble with school, even had trouble with math class or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever that issue is. And you know what, they've overcome it, you know, and maybe you had the same issue when you were a kid, but you know, those are the times to bring those things out and just to affirm and to let them know who they are. So I hope parents, this is as we, as we kind of wrap this up, right. that let's end where we started. We know that you have great, aspirations for your kids great objectives for your kids you are you you want the best for them right. we're, we're trying to take today and contrast this 
lecturing scenario versus a listening scenario and let you see how much more effective the listening scenario is and try to implement. Now, okay, let us encourage you. It's not easy. <laughs> you know, and so if you mess up to today when that happens and you turn into lecturing mode, you know, it's okay. Just, you know, you're, it's something that changes over time. Well, it's a great, though. It's a checkpoint. I mean, come on, parents. We're adults. We have self-control. And so I just challenge you to put a stop gap in there. You know, if you feel like you're heading into lecture mode, then stop yourself. Use your self-control. Oh, I'm lecturing right now. Stop. And you can know. Look around. Read the room. Feel the atmosphere. Look at your kid. If their head's down and they're not looking at you, then you know you're in lecturing mode. And just stop. I mean, it's just stop. <laughs> you can stop right there and you can say, okay, time out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, lecturing. Yeah, I'm lecturing. <laughs> exactly. I'm lecturing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to lecture anymore. I'm going to stop and let's regroup, you know, and just be honest and be transparent with your kids because here's the deal. Someday they're going to be parents and they too will lecture. And so if they watch you change directions and do a complete, I'm going to say this wrong, 360? 180. <laughs> 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 I always get the degrees wrong. Then they're going to do that too. They're going to live and learn from you. And so we just encourage you parents, take back the ground where it comes to lecturing. You, We believe in you. You can do it. We've done it. We've stopped lecturing to and, and you'll a big be degree. A, and you'll be amazed how it opens up the relationship with your kids. You know, <sighs> the connections what's our that you goal? make with them. Remember our goal is for them to do it on their own. And we want them to make wise decisions. Yes. We want them to have a godly belief system. That's what we want for our kids. And we do that through the doorway of listening to them and yeah. drawing it out of them, not telling them and talking at them. Yeah, that, that actually telling them what to do, the lecturing actually pushes them away mm -hmm. and pushes them into away from us and away from our counsel. Yeah, so, so listening is a more effective method toward the result that we want. Just remember that. Listening's a better method. Oh, I'm going into lecture mode. Oh, listening's a better method. Yeah. Yeah. It's sometimes harder. It seems like it takes longer. But <laughs> oh, it is. But yes. it's so, so effective. Right. So hope this helps you. And uh, hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. Um, catch you next time. Go be crazy parents. Crazycoolfamily.com. <laughs>